You are listening to the Four Corners podcast with Lenny Marcus. Welcome to the Four Corners Podcast with Lenny Marcus. Joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Neil Potter. Four topics, 15 minutes each. We're just killing time. Kill it with us. Our Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is the number 4C Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Listen to us on the Riotcast Network, Riotcast.com. My new album is out on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Sirius. It's called Home and Away. So buy a lot, download a lot. I have a baby, and I think we're moving apartments, so I'm going to need some cash. You do need serious yeah. cash. Today's guest, we had Sherrod Small, <laughs> and we're either on what they would call CPT, color people time, or he just no-showed. <laughs> I mean, we're 40 minutes late. I think we could start now 40 minutes late, and if for some reason he shows up, I guess well, we'll we start can do, it all again. We're doing the other. We're, we had two shows on we the docket. We had two shows on the docket, so we're going to flip them, I guess. So well, this is the show I've always wanted to do. And then go ahead. This, this show, is, this show, we decided we're going to do what happened the show, on the Tonight Show. Well, at first I was like, okay, this is a show for comics to really yeah. figure this out. Not just all comics, new comics, everybody also. But I think just in general, everybody's kind of interested in I don't ever feel like late night shows. I don't feel like I ever get the real answer of how you become how you get to a late night show. To a late night show. So a late night show. Specifically, since I did the Tonight Show, people and it went well. Well, you've done the you Tonight Show the three times. Set online. No, I did. I mean, Letterman you did three Letterman times. three times, and you did the Tonight Show. Right. And so I don't think anybody realized the work that goes into it, and <laughs> and the a lot process of that goes into this. Yes. Yeah, so let's talk about it. The first fifteen minutes will be late night shows. Well, specifically you, your my late, late night, night show. Because okay. well, I have not done a late night show. You have not done a late night yeah, show, yeah, but they, you've I been was, to all four times. I have been to the, t- I'm a backstage expert. And you know also what this is about now, because you you know yeah. the process you were standing for a long let's, time. Let's go back. Let's go, go back. Go ahead. Because you've always had the goal when you, you for some reason. This like is my, why I got into goal, comedy. Why'd my, you get into my comedy? My goal was never, I, I mean, I kind of thought it'd be fun when I was doing stand-up or even I thought really for sketch it'd be fun to have a sketch on a, like a late night show I did always think what do you that, mean on a late night show like no one ever does like because we have a comedy team like it'd be really cool for me and Bethel oh, to do it both that they never on and they, and we could never figure out how to do that well the closest so, thing they got to that was like premium blend they would do stand-up no but and they would I'm, do I'm talking why not on Letterman or, or uh, Kimmel or found that's not what ever. they do I know it's crazy but if, if we make people laugh it should be on so I it's not like I it just wasn't a Main thought. My main thought was Actually, always Actually, like, that's not true. Like, Nichols and May, back in the day, yeah, on that's Ed like, Sullivan. That's literally like 80 years ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the so, 50s. I think it's You're before. right. It's 70 years ago. Some reason it went away, and so I guess in a, in a way that, yeah. that... But that that's the only part that was in the back of my head. But for you, from the, from the day one, you walk out of your apartment on your way to do stand-up, it's like, I'm one of my main... Goal is Letterman. Yeah, well, when I was in college in in the eighties, Letterman came out. There was no, there was nothing. It was just Carson. And then Letterman did the late night show, and 
Peter Fishman and I saw this. We were roommates in college, and we were like, "Who is this guy? This is hilarious. He's jumping in the Alka Seltzer tank. He's you know he's doing crazy stuff. He's talking to people on the street." And I mean, it was a phenomenon, right? But right then was the first boom. So Letterman, I didn't even know he was a stand-up, but you would see, we would run home from to class, and you'd see Seinfeld do his first, you know, I think he did his first Tonight Show before we even got there to college. So like by 1980, 81, you'd see everybody, Paul Reiser, but Seinfeld, see, that's what, that's the all thing, these That's the difference. Like you were already honing in on that. We wanted I, to do I, this. Like how do you do that? I how do you get to the Tonight Show? Yeah, I was honing in on... Like I liked Monty Python's, and so I was more attracted to that world than the specific. You're also comic. an actor. Well, then the spe- you're you're incredibly attracted to this the the comic on these shows. We thought no, you no, not me we. and Peter thought yeah. both thought how cool is that? How does it get to that? And well, now so, wait, wait, wait. Peter has every he's a collector too, so yeah. he has every comedy album ever. He has I didn't know there were comedy albums like so he pulled out like the Bill Cosby. The um, so Peter the gave you those prior yeah. the and Woody Allen. When I heard Woody Allen stand up comic, yeah, it was that it's the funniest because well, Mark Witz, you know, whatever yeah. you say when someone passed away, right. but Mark Witz was the one that when he saw us do comedy and yeah. me do comedy, he he must have brought me the next day, he brought me close to like 50 comedy albums, and I'm talking <laughs> every comedy album, I mean, every single one. And I started listening to it too. I had like Woody Allen, I had no idea it was that funny, right? His movies were great, but right. His stand-up is... No, I had heard those in college, and it was like, okay, this is now a thing. Like, how do you do this thing? And there were comedy competitions, but we were so afraid. How are you going to do this in front of the rest of the students? Petrified. Is is there a comedy album for this generation that did what... No. Like, because when we listen to Steve Martin or Woody Allen, those we pass those around. Or yeah, no, maybe but that's what, that was Andrew the boom. Dice Clay hit really big. Dice when the I was a kid. Boys. When I was a kid, Dice. When we come home from college, I think that must have been early '80s. I would come home, and then I remember going to my friend's house and watching that, and like, wow, this is. You knew Dice was a. It was a phenomenon. Like, but this are, is a next level. Are comics thing. now spitting out that kind of like? Are, They're spitting out a lot loose, of albums. But are are any? Dane Cook, maybe. So now what comic hit that big? Oh uh, well, the people are like hitting that big. Now album. we have a second boom. Now the second boom. Yeah. So you have people. Dice was the only one to sell out Madison Square Garden back in the back day. in the day, yeah. and it never happened again until like Dane. So you can thank Dane Cook, and now it's like Bill Burr's Madison Square Garden, Louis C.K.'s Madison yeah, Square Garden, Aziz's Madison Garden, Madison Square Garden, Sebastian Montescalco. It's Madison. Those are the big ones that are selling out. But even the you know girls are selling out theaters. You know Ali Wong blew up. You know yeah, all, she's traveling around. Yeah, but, they're all okay. Well, um, let's let's go back. So when you start doing stand up, so wait, wait, my goal. Let me just tell you this. My goal was like when I officially started stand up. I I went to work after I graduated. When I got, but all the back in my mind, me and Peter would always say we're gonna do this. And Peter decided I'm gonna do it before. When I, before I'm 30, and I kept waiting. I was going to be his writer, though. I was like, there's no way I'm getting on stage and doing this. There's no way. He's going to get on stage. I'm going to write for this guy because he's super <laughs> funny. And he never did it. We just went. You got. We went. got jobs. You had to make money. We didn't when know he where goes to start. Do, when you start doing stand-up at the Stress yeah. Factory, right? That's where you start? Yeah. He doesn't do it. No. So I realized right then, he's never going to do it. And you, I, we both knew in the back of our heads this is going to be really hard. That guy made five minutes. We want—that's the one credit I give myself. Yeah. We both knew that this is going to be—it's not easy. Okay, that's how much we knew about comedy. 
We knew it was going to be really hard. I think other people think it's easy. I'm really funny. I'll go do it. Yeah, but no. that's the one thing we knew is going to be like, no, no, no. This is going to be a painful, hard process. And he didn't want to go through it. I tried it. And I was like, my goal being, and this will get us back, is Letterman. Because we watch that. From the we watch him break. It was Letterman. Get on that show. Yeah. And I mean, it so was really the Tonight Show. The whole time you're but writing, Johnny left. But the whole time you're writing bits, the whole time you're doing stuff, this, this is... In the back of your head, kind of. Even yeah, though, even that's though you the don't goal. know it, it's in the that's back That's the head. number one goal. I'm thinking, also naively, if I could move to New York City and work in the city and then get on The Tonight Show, um, or when eventually when I came here, it was Letterman now, or, you know, but that was the goal. I'm like, that's the top. I know. I always. I that's always, the tippy top. I am. Always, I know. That's the problem. I'm always like, oh shit! I set those goals wrong. Yeah, they would. Because I was like, I want to become an, an actor in New York, and, uh, and the next thing I know, you know, I'm a, anybody can be an actor in New York. <laughs> that's not specific enough. Like maybe it should have been like, I'm gonna have my own studio in Hollywood, so anything below that would would be good. You know what I mean? Or yeah. Like, but but that was the that okay. So that was the top for me. <laughs> Just get on that show and do that, and it you you realize it doesn't pay that much. Whatever. Yeah. Back in the day, you could do a show. In 1975, if you did a great set on The Tonight Show, you were set. They would send you to Las Vegas and open for a singer like Sinatra. You'd open for Sinatra for whatever, or you'd open for somebody big. You would get a tour. They would put you on a, you know, whatever these comedy clubs that were booming in the, middle, in the, the 80s just started taking off. It took off. It took off as an art form. And you were set if you had a Tonight Show credit, like, boom. And so everybody was killing to get... You know, five back then it was longer than five. It was like they used to do eight, ten minutes on the Tonight Show. Well, so when you start crafting your stand up, you're you're crafting your stand up all all this this time for Letterman. I was thinking I wasn't crafting my stand up to do anything but get a job as a stand up comedian. You know, like make more work. But as you start, but as you start, I'm definitely in the back of my head thinking which jokes could be on television. But as you as you now go and you start to do the clubs in New York, you're starting to I. You know, if we take down the whole process, it's, uh, I mean, obviously you do the open mics and you do all this and you right. write and then you get into the clubs and then even though there's no, we just talked about this, there's no uh, hierarchy in this business. You could literally in one day st do stand up something like, yeah, let's put them on. If you're hot, you just do the Yeah, we show. saw yeah. a lot of people go get hot. We, we, I got an education, you know, like there were people who they were just like, that's the next guy, you know? So I mean, let's Dave Chappelle was 19. They were like, this is, Esty will tell you a story at the Comedy Cellar. She saw Chappelle wakes up Manny, the owner, Gnome's dad, at like one in the morning because somebody said, you got to see this guy. And she wakes him out of bed, goes, you got to come down here right now and see this guy. <laughs> and he was on a Tonight Show like a month later. You know what I mean? It was just he was From the get-go, he had just done it. He was a prodigy. Then, oh, that is funny. And he was the last of the prodigies. Everybody else is grinding it yeah. out. Yeah. Is that a Dave documentary, is the last like, of the prodigies? I guess. I, I guess there has. I mean, yeah, he has that He has that thing in him that he always was that guy, I guess. I mean, he just was a kid up. from that perspective with the attitude. Whatever. He just had it all in one fearless. So, so let's jump forward. So when you're yeah. when you're going for your cuz I want to talk about the tonight show, but when you're going for your letterman, yeah. the first letterman, it takes 17 years. <laughs> 17 years. That's and I am But you start getting around year I'm around year eight, 10 you start getting 10. hits. 8 to 10, I'm like I think I got enough material to get on this show. Like by 8, I thought I had it. And then you the going through the process is you know the guy we knew the guy 
And what does that we mean? Knew the, what, the what booker. It, but we what knew it, the booker. You, we knew the booker, but what does that mean you think you had it? Like what like I, I have you, a set that but, I but, think is funny enough. But did the world beat you down? Like show. why do you not don't you think you cause that naive naivety, whatever yeah. that word is, don't you think you have it right away because you're making people laugh in a club? You're like, I'm ready to go. I do, but you and realize then you get beaten down by the business? Here's the problem. You're I'm what am I doing? For that, am I the headliner? No. Am I the middle? No. I'm the opening act. I'm the opening act, and I'm gonna be on the Tonight Show. No. There are guys that are just so comfortable on stage. You know, when they're headlining, that that's who's ready to do the Tonight Show. And they show. don't even get the Tonight Show. And they don't even they get, don't the get anything. Show. So I'm thinking, there's no way I'm getting the Tonight Show being an opening act. I don't have enough. But chops. did you think that always? Were you naive at the no. beginning and be like, yeah, I'll just do this for a little bit. I'll get the Tonight Show. No, I, I, yeah, I thought I would build up the stage time and eventually. Get a good a Tonight Show. Yeah, because your jokes are ready to go, and you would have done good. It's just I like, definitely had. I thought I had at least. I mean, I had. You know, when I got up to headlining, I think year eight. I was yeah. eight years in. I think I headlined. I started headlining, and I thought I had out of that forty-five minutes. I'm pretty sure I had five that could be on the Tonight. And show. then comes like the business part of it. Then the business part <laughs> comes where you have to sit, and they go. They're very nice. They're like submit a tape. We'll take a look at it, and then they basically get you for being green. You know, they're like, well, you're not quite ready yet. Then, then, then they, then the next time you like two years later, like I'm at year ten. Now I'm really headlining, really headlining year ten. I'm making an album year yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I think I got this, and like, and then they go, no, you can't say this on the Tonight Show. You can't say this on the Tonight Show. Clean this one up. But then they don't see you again. They just think you're not going to correct this, so they just they'll they'll let you wait two more years. So then I wait two more years, and then they I give them a different set because now I got more jokes. I'm like, I take a joke out. It's the set's even better. And you go through it again. They're like, no, they pick on this joke. You can't do an accent. You, you can't do this voice. You can't make fun yeah, of this person. I guess you looking, can't say suicide. You know, no, you'll I get guess, to. Well, you I guess say, looking back on it, you can't say I, Pepsi or Coke. <laughs> that was a big one. You can't say Coke on the Tonight on the, Show. Tonight. I mean, on, the, on Letterman. Yeah, you can't say anything with a brand. So I'm like, okay, I'll change it to soda. And See you in is, two years. Who's telling you all this? This was like, the Booker. This, this, this booker. is Eddie Brill. Eddie's the Booker. Yeah. And so, do you feel like? That I, was real, or is it he just making shit? I up? I couldn't tell. It's a lot of times. It's it's some of it's making shit up. Some some of it is it's real. I trusted him, but the one that got me was I think I was about year thirteen, fourteen. I had auditioned probably every year and a half, every two years. Like I have the list of how many times I auditioned for the show, and they go, the producers are rooting for you because they really like. And them. so when you're auditioning, you're just going to a regular show, regular club. club. You have five minutes. And, there's ten guys on it, and it depends if you're. In the check spot of that club, you're gonna eat it. It's it was always like, or you're go first. You're I'm first on the audition. Oh great! Now, it was all about having a cake spot on the audition, you know. Then, <laughs> no, know. So the guy they really want to see went third or fourth. The guys they didn't want to see went like twelfth. But it didn't mean like there would always be a story like, no, that guy that got the tonight show and he went first. And then there was some weird rules like you're never gonna get it if you do politics. That was a big thing. You're never gonna get it if you do politics. And then Mark Maron walked up on stage and did politics because he's Mark Maron. And got the show. And got the show. <laughs> so it's like, what? From, from that showcase. From a showcase and, that I've and seen. And there are like two showcases a year? There's like, I would say two, three showcases a year. He takes a look at people, but then people started sending in tapes, you know, whatever. So the word, like two or three times a year, the word goes out at the strip or the stand-up New York or right. someplace, and you're on the show with 10 comics. right. And they're going to, out of those shows, do they always pick somebody or sometimes they don't even pick somebody? Sometimes they don't even pick somebody. They don't think he's ready. Or they'll like, be like, watch him. They'll put him on a list. And they have a list and they go, uh, this guy's watching. Watch him again in a year. Watch him looking again in a year. And supposedly I was always on their radar. 
and they every time they come in, I'm really rooting for this guy. I remember one time I was three minutes in, and I'm absolutely destroying and the waitress in the front row drops a drink right on the guy <laughs> in row two and um oh, and he's making a stink like oh my god he's standing up and, I, and i'm like no 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 not now i have two <laughs> minutes left i literally say oh, from so the stage awful. i got two minutes left and i it went well you know anyway and they're like yeah it was really good you can't say this they were rooting for you though like what so there was some weird you know oh my there god was some really weird so stuff. really you almost didn't get it because some jerk dropped his drink in the front row well i got to the last one the last one i did and i knew i was going to be in trouble was um i asked for notes he calls me he goes it was a really great set okay when what am i doing the show he's like um um you're not why not um i don't know something about sustained energy through the set and i killed Jesus Christ. and i'm like sustained. that's when i knew i'm like this guy's making he's this is now you're just making stuff up yeah yeah that's i'm I'm, th- I'm definitely ready to do it i'm 13 four, I'm 14 years in something like that and then there was this whole nonsense with the the uh uh the nat the nebraska comedy festival i went out there people said go do this go do his festival because you'll do it in front of a big people go win the festival with that set and then obviously they'll put you on the show and i came in like fourth or something like that and they they didn't put me on the show and i had great sets and um, some people just beat me, and b- all the people got on. All yeah, the people got on, and so I come back and I said, "I see him." I go, "How about that set for the show?" And he's like, "Okay, send me, send it to me." I'm like you, saw, what do you mean, send it to you? You saw it. So I sent <laughs> it to him. So- he goes, "Okay, I'm ready to go." Let me tell you the story. I'm ready to go. It's ready to go. Go in and run it on a Tuesday. So I go in and run it on a Tuesday just to show it to him again. And he writes back, "I like it. We'll fix it." Let's let's do it. And I get really excited to work with him on this process 17 years in or year 16 and a half, you know, and uh, he got fired over the weekend <laughs> and he got fired over the weekend. And that's, that's how that happened. So then I had a re audition and f- with for the new people, which at first it, you thought it, it turned out to be the greatest thing ever. Well, it turned out to be the greatest thing ever because you were there and you're like, I got to see this. This is ridiculous yeah, yeah. already. I had a good spot on the showcase. Yeah. I was like third or fourth. I uh, I had the set. It couldn't have been more ready, you know, because I had tweaked it eight times from Sunday. I go, if this doesn't work, I give up. You know, that's how we do it. Now I'm not sure what you're gonna do now, but how do you get the show? Was your second 15 minutes, Neil? Yeah. Well, I just told you how I get. How do you get the show? No, 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 no. Okay. So. I want to know how you get the show. Like how how do you you the Tonight Show? Let's talk we're let's, specifically well, let's, the Tonight well, Show. Tonight Show. Well, you just did the Tonight Show, so we talked about Letterman. Yeah. So after we talked s- about how do you get past? I guess the real question is like one of what you just said to me, and and I'm always confused in this business or not confused. I just the gatekeepers in this business are are there's these constant gatekeepers. So well, it's the booker, the casting director, the booker. The yeah, ca- in, oh, in, in the business, in the business, yeah. there's like the casting, casting director, director, or even oh, I got to get an agent. Right. Oh, I got to get a manager. Oh, I got to be seen by this guy. Oh, I got to get past the producer. You know, right. there's always these gatekeepers, right? And, in this and case, what, what gets you past that though? Before we even get into yep. like how do you get the show? What gets you past that? Is it there's is a, it is it? Can I answer? Time this? is it confidence? What is it? Like is it's it, the booker. It, that's all it is, is. There's a booker for every one of these shows. He's been knighted the man. Yeah. And his job is usually look for talent. He's a talent scout. He goes out and looks for talent. People seem to know who it is. They find out. And then he gets bombarded with tapes. And he gets bombarded. He'll do a showcase. He gets he sees people he wants to see, put them on the showcase together and see how they shake out. But there's that part. 
There's that part. There's that part, and then there's the other part, which makes the, the business hard. The other part is that, other part is that this there's it, it is a business, and someone's getting uh, someone's been told that this person gets on the show. Yeah. So well, the, the the idealistic part of some guy, some casting director, and me walking in and being like, "That's so funny, you're going to be on the show." Is is a is a very small percentage of yes. business. Yes, I mean he has to. He is answering to somebody, so he can take you and and pitch you to a producer. He's got to go back with producers and say, this guy's ready to do the show. I think he's good. And they go, no, we have too many white guys this month. Or no, we, we were specifically told you to get a woman. Or we want an Asian guy. Or we're getting a lot of letters from Latina. Like you have no idea the criteria of what exactly they're looking for. Some shows are more liberal than other shows. Some, God forbid, they should just get funny people. So like Colbert, if you watch Colbert, they, uh, they, they're a little left right now to the left of, politically yeah. so they're looking for the gay comic the asian comic the brown well, comic you're down at the cellar all the time you're with all these comics yeah. that are all all on these shows yeah. like what is every what is the consensus at the cellar of the show to be on like is it is it nobody cares all anymore. of them are kind of even back in the day it was obviously the tonight show was the only one in town then when it split into leno and uh letterman yeah. to me it was letterman so at to the, the west coast I bet you if you ask the same Lenny Marcus on the West Coast, they're going to go, well, it's Leno. I mean, he that's the same show. He just took over for Carson on the same show. But in the table at the cellar, behind the t- scenes at the cellar. It, nobody cares anymore. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. They, they, they Like when you go back at the cellar and everyone's like, oh, you, is, is it like, oh, my God. No. There's none of that. No, it's it's good. They Look, the Tonight Show, the 1130 slot is different than the 1230 slot. And it's just a time thing. More people see the 1130. It definitely has an allure to it from back in the day of Johnny Carson right before you go to sleep and who's staying up to 1230 you know you'll stay up for the 1130 but you slot. guys as comics at the cellar are all talking all the time like, we're talking who's it's booking good it? how do you get this show the problem is now or, there are so many shows and people get these spots and nobody watches them Johnny Carson got like a 30 rating every night 30 million people tune in before they went to sleep and now the rating on that is like three. Three million people. Well, so what's the three com- million and out of three hundred? <laughs> so what's million. the conversation to sell it? Like everyone more. Hey, I do that every, show. Great job. Everyone's more into like a a Netflix special. Netflix special. Like an HBO special. Yeah. Like that's that's the next. I guess next level because you're making more money and more people see it. So it's. I think it's more about how many people are going to see this and how it raises your Q rating. Like the, like your Twitter followers and all this that. This was stuff? a Monday night in April. How many people saw this? I don't know. I mean, it's very nice, you know, and people can watch it on tape, which is good. On so my... how do you get the Tonight Show? Now, you, so you've now done that the at... booker, we go yeah. back to the booker. Everybody has a booker. Eddie Bro is the booker for years. And you're now auditioning or more they just see you? Well, this is the one. This Now comedy is a little bit more interesting. The cellar is so hot, and there's a second boom happening now in comedy. Yeah, the cellar is amazing. They're they're looking for comics. Like, like comedy is a thing now. So That's now, my joke at the cellar, by the way. What? I think that if you stand on the original comedy cellar stage, yeah, and then if you if you go behind the curtain, you're on the underground stage, and if you go by the other <laughs> curtain, it's like all they all they connect. connect. If they could connect, so you could just go, it, uh, it's like Look, amazing. The, the, it's so it's so high, and, and what, the comics what, really what good. What brought this on? Is it was it Louis or was it what, what made the cellar? What oh. I mean, Louis definitely got his show, but what hit big at the cellar besides comedy became super popular. And then I, it's I, on everything. 
I just think it's still a great form of entertainment. No, but what brought that? Was it Louis? Did Louis he helped. Def- Louis definitely helped. I mean, the economy is pretty good. You yeah. know, um, we had a recession in 2008. It got really bad. Um, and then it came back a little bit. And it's still, you can go to a Broadway show. What's a Broadway show? What did Hamilton cost? $300 a ticket? $750 for just a show. So if you're going to take your girlfriend yeah. to Hamilton, it's going to cost you $600. Who's got that money? So it's still for for, I don't know. 70 bucks for the evening 50 bucks for the evening you might be able to see a great comedy show somewhere so all these so all these clubs the the bookers are all over for two by the way 70 for two you know it's like yeah yeah no um the book the so everybody's all over it's people are lined down the block to come to the comedy cellar on the weekend and with that comes all these shows well kimmel down i think with that comes good comedy you know like they people have to work at their craft and they know they can and, and success breeds it so the where where are they doing stand-up they're doing it at the comedy cellar so the bookers will come down there and look at uh, do you work the comedy cellar yeah they'll more apt to take you if you work at the comedy cellar and somewhere else but they need to see it and they'll come see it and the yeah. tonight show is putting comics on twice a week maybe once a week it depends on what week or what month but that they, they yeah they they've been friendly conan's been really good Kimmel doesn't really does anything. Oh, with, Conan's down there too all the time. There's there are people. No, but there. Conan loves comedy. So Conan, yeah. you send a tape in, and they're really good about. Yeah, we got a slapper comic. Let's do it. And you what does that wait? What does that mean? Send the tape in. You send the download. You send it. Your... You tape yourself at the comedy cellar or somewhere, and then you cut it to five minutes, or you send the five minutes. And you just send a file over. To and them. you send a file. And you you are you sending a VHS copy? I used to. to. <laughs> I send a. Now you just literally <laughs> send a link. Like you send a thing. link to a video. Video, it might be and a they'll good get back to, you. to send a VHS like over to so they probably think it was funny. You never, I, but the <laughs> what I see down there, you see the Booker all the time from El, from uh, yeah. the Fallon. He'll stop in on whoever he's running, and then he has to watch other people go up. You know, he has to watch, sit through acts before his guy is getting ready to go up, and then he sees he goes in and watches. You know, then the 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 Booker from. Colbert is there too. She loves to hang out down there, and if she lives in New York, and shit, she so they're all there. there. They're all there now. They weren't there for and a what long about time. Actual like casting from shows. Everybody's there. There'll be a casting. What you don't know who's in the audience. Yeah. I don't. I wouldn't know those people. I know who the book. Everybody knows who the Booker is of a late night okay, show. Okay, so so you're starting to get hits. You know the Booker, and you're like, okay, I'll do the. I mean, Tonight Show's coming around. Here's what happened. He took a, he the Tonight Show was going. Robert Kelly did. Uh, comics come home at the TD Garden in Boston, which is what's the TD Garden hold? Fifteen thousand and blows away the TD Garden. Jimmy Fallon's on the show. Yeah, he goes, "You got to come do this show." So Bobby calls me up and goes, "Can you help me put together my set for the Tonight Show?" Sure. He's got four billion jokes, and you know they're all over the place, dirty, filthy, you know whatever. Yeah. But to his credit, he. Pulled it together and we worked on it and he got five minutes. For t- I go, I watched an hour of Robert Kelly stuff. I said, here's what you got to do. Fine. He took me to the Tonight Show and introduced me to the booker. I met him. I said, can I send you a tape? And that's oh, so exactly why Bobby took me. actually backstage at the Tonight Show? Yes, I was there. You watched his set. I watched his set. He was great. Yeah. He, I said, on the way out, I said, great job. Can, you, can, I, can I send you a set? He's like, absolutely. Boom. Rachel Feinstein did the Tonight Show. She brought up my name. He goes, I know. He said he's going to send me a set. Great. I like him. I've seen him downtown. Like, oh, he'd cool. see me. Because that's so, how you want the business to work. It's like... Friends, that's how it should work. Not just friends, your coworkers or whatever you want to say are working with you and you're all coming together. Everybody respects each other. And it's like, boom, I got another spot. Here's what happened. I sent him the tape. Yeah. He goes, I need a transcript. You have to write out the transcript so they can pass it through, like, legal. 
you know, so you don't say Coke and whatever. And that's yeah. what they make you do now. And uh, he wrote me back in like an hour. This is great. I want to let's do it. And he and then he's got to clear it through the producers. And uh, I got stuck. I got stuck in producer land. So that took a while. It took about a year for them to clear out whatever problems they had. For I have no idea what went, what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah. But the booker stuck up for me, Michael Cox. And uh, he was great about it. And eventually we got on. So that's what you saw. He called me on a Thursday night and said, we have a slot open Monday. Can you do it Monday? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm not waiting. <laughs> so wait, when you're in your apartment or yep. wherever you are in front of your computer, yep. you, you're typing out. You have to type out your set. You type out the jokes. You type out the jokes. Yep. I type out word for word. And you send it to him. Yep. And, he, and did he come back right away and go, no, no, yes, yes? He, looked, he read it. A lot of people will give notes. Yeah. Put, take this out, take this out. He looked at this and said, it's great. And so no, no, real, no, no, no real thing. No, so no. So it took point, me, wait, so it took me 17 years to get on Letterman. <laughs> notes, 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 no, 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 notes, notes, no, 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 no. This guy, I sent him one tape in an hour later, I got. And so now you're just kind of in holding for what. I'm holding for whatever the show. And all of a sudden, boom, something opens up and they call you on a Friday night. Thursday night. They call you on a Thursday night. Of Easter weekend and say, can you do Monday? And that was, a, a, that whole process was about a year. Or yep. nine months or yep. eight months. Yep. From the time you send him that. From the time you type out your transcript. Yep. And and at that point, he's like, I want that, the exact transcript. Well, he goes, it's been a year. So he goes, if you want to do this set or a different set or whatever, just and send what me the say? set. And I said, I looked at it and I tweaked one or two things. But I think I might have changed one joke or half a joke. And I, I had made this one joke better. The farm to table thing got better in the year. I had some new lines that got right. But better. that was in the original transcript. Yes, it yeah. was the, but I changed three lines in it that made the joke even better. The set just got better. It's all of this. So and I mean, we could go through what why'd you put those jokes in the set, but it's kind of all one. Are you looking for all one theme? No, that just got. I think it's better if it's one theme. If you have it, something I like to have a flow. Like so, I know I have to have a closer. So whatever my closer is for that work period I'm working on, I yeah. I got to start with the closer, and I know I'm gonna get some big laugh to end. And then I try and find an opener, and then I try and find a flow through the set. Instead of just, just pounding out eight right. different jokes. That's with right. No, That's right. But I feel like some comics do that. They, they do, but I think they like it when it's got a through line. Yeah, when it, when you're actually just doing one. Yeah, kind of one theme. Is it easier? Sometimes because most of the way I flow a set for me, the way I flow, like if I'm going to talk about the baby. I got five minutes of baby jokes. That's the craziest thing. That makes more sense to me. I relate to that more. I like that. I, I think it's. I think that people at home, were like, oh yeah, I remember that one. That's how I would do. It. I mean, I like. I like that instead of like five odd jokes that. Yeah, that's um, more maybe for Dimitri or something. I think where, the first Letterman, if you watch it, it's kind of who is who am I? You know what I mean? It's kind of who who I am. And then, then the second one is more like um, a flowy. Just but jokes. How hard is that being a headliner with forty five to an hour? And to, to cut it, to cut it down to five jokes is like hard. It is so hard. I mean, and do you question? Do you like? God damn it! Is, am I you know I... why? Because you don't use your regular opener. Like whatever your opener is to get people to know you, whatever for the first five minutes, and then, then you're taking a joke from minute eight, a joke from minute fifteen, a joke from minute twenty five, the closer. You know, it's yeah. all of, and then you're putting them into one five minute chunk, and then. <laughs> And then you have to like run that five minutes and you almost screw up the 45 minutes if you have to go back. So you get into this, what I call five minute mode. You're in five minute mode for like a week until you're done with the show. And it's like this build up of five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. And then so, you do it. 
when they call you on That's Thursday, fine. you got, and they they go, you're doing a show on Monday. Yeah. So now you're... Do, is, well, that's, does, are we up to the third one? Because we're about to hit the button. What happens when you get the show? Is that what you want to do? Uh, I guess we could go there. I was okay. gonna, uh, yeah. Well, well, the second well, one, how do you get the show? That's how you get it. And so he calls me, and he, and then I have to go get the outfit, right? That's what happens when you... How do you get the show? I guess I guess that's a part of the next one. Yeah, yeah. We could talk All about right, that let's next do it. time. So what happens when you get the show is your third one. That's well, what happens. He goes, you got the show, so here's what happens. You got to go. First of all, were you surprised that he says it's Monday on a Thursday? Yeah, because it's it's Easter weekend, and I was taking Gina to Pennsylvania. Okay. So I took her and the baby to Pennsylvania for Easter, but then I had to work on the road with, with Leslie Jones. So I got I took her to. But you're there. like fuck life for a second. Yeah. Oh no, you still go out of town on Saturday. I went to, out of town on Saturday. You're still doing a show in like Virginia. Yeah, I went to do a show, a, a big show. Like so, I'm not running that five minutes. So I do the show. So he, wait, wait. Back. Does he email you or does he call you? There emails all over the place. It's just emails, emails, emails. Okay, so emails. they email you. Couple you know, of texts. I'll see you on Monday. Yeah, and and it's like here's fill out all the paperwork for these guys. Give me the list of who's coming. Uh, of backstage. Yeah. You get two for the audience. You get two people in the audience. <laughs> all that so I got to figure out who's shit. right. Shitty Here's shit. the money people got to call you. You get paid for the show. So you're building your entourage right now. I'm building my entourage. That's right. I got to go get I'm, the entourage. I'm turtle, except I can't cook. Once they <laughs> once they say you're in, I got I got to call you. Call Hey, Neil, and call me back. Excited? And you're like, you're, of course, not answering the phone. <laughs> A classic potter. Wait, you know, are you excited I got, when, you, when yeah. he tells you? You're like, all right, let's do it. Well, this. I'm like, let's do it. I'm not even excited anymore. It's just been a year waiting for this guy. I've yeah, seen yeah. people go on already. You know, he keeps saying, yeah, it's going to happen. It's a whole Shit. thing. I'm not even excited. And, but, okay, so he goes, all right. So he's like, this is your set. I want to see it by tomorrow. He says, he, he literally says he sees it. No, no, I sent him the, the updated transcript. He says it's a go. You just And then then after I tell you and everybody ready to go and I take Gina out there, I get back to an email that says you can't say suicide in the in the farm to table joke. This you can't say suicide, salmon. You can't say anything. You can't say the word suicide, assassination, something like that. So now I have to change this joke. So now I go to I go to do the show with <laughs> For Leslie. For no reason, just you can't say you it. You can't say it. Damn it. Whatever. You come. I come back. I got to run three sets on Sunday, and then as I'm trying to fix this joke to make it cyanara salmon or whatever baloney, I get an email that says. I don't like your outfit because I sent him a picture of my outfit. <laughs> I don't like the outfit. So now it's Easter Sunday at seven o'clock. I have to go run this three times because you have to run it. Wait, in did order. you run it Friday night? I ran it th- Thursday. Friday. Uh, oh, so you get it Thursday day and you, I mean, and then you go out that night and run, I ran it Thursday it. night, Friday night. I and didn't do, do it you Saturday. Tell the comedy clubs that I'm, I'm, I booked the tonight show I on need to run Sunday. It. I, I, I no, I was doing regular spots, but on Sunday I'm only coming in to do five minutes. So no, but Sunday on night, Thursday night, when I you tell go him, out, and the, uh, all the comedy clubs are receptive. I tell him I'm wherever, wherever I was. I are, said I'm coming back show to do call five or minutes. You call. They the are Tonight your, Show used are to call. Your agent, does your agent? I call. call. I call. Oh, so Tonight Show used to be like, hey, this yeah. guy's working a set. Yes, we're coming in, and then you roll around with this group. Yes, and that Letterman, you did that. Le- Letterman, they they follow me around. Those two, I remember meeting yes. those two. They'll follow yeah. me for a couple of night, and then I'll do a couple more without them. But, but that didn't happen this time. No, 
So Eddie you're... would follow you around and time it and fix it. And that, that. this guy was like, you're a pro. You did three Letterman's. Yeah, of course. I'm not even coming, getting so on a plane. So much better than having So much better. He's like, we trust you. you five minutes, five minutes. I'm sure they're still nervous about it. But but when you go to the, so you go up that night Thursday, just spit out five minutes. Now, this is hard because you're actually doing a show. Are you just going in the first night and doing five minutes? The Thursday night I'm doing a show. It's I have a 20-minute spot. The first five minutes, I do this set Which full is out. Torture, torture. Because now everyone's looking it's at you a, like, "What? A, what?" Because you're starting. You don't even say hello. I just go right into it to time it to see. Maybe yes, they're total selfish, not caring right. about the show. Right. Hope they laugh a little bit. That's and then, right. And then, and then you, and then I'm gonna kill it at the end. And then after the five minutes, I go, "Oh, th- okay, that was good." I look at the timer. I go, "It's five minutes." And Thanks, do you everybody. Tell the gonna, yes, I tell them I'm gonna do the that five minutes on the Tonight Show, and they're like, eh, "That's pretty good." They're like, what's the Tonight Show? <laughs> <laughs> and I finish my set, and it's fine. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, my yeah. regular set's very way edgier. I can curse. I can they're, talk to them. The crowd's not like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, no, Damn that's it. not how it goes. Because in my head, they're like, oh my god. No, I so, mean they were good. It was so good. You, it was real you, good. Yeah, you do well, and you're like, okay, now. Yeah. So it, now you feel good about it. I feel really good about it. I mean that from that on the Thursday I did when I'm doing a longer set and I'm leaving. That's fine. Okay. Um, when I didn't feel good about it was so we got on the I worked with Leslie on Friday and at, you drop it on in on the road. I dropped it on the road. You I didn't want to do it on the road. Yeah, because I'm getting a lot of money on the road. Yeah, you can't. And fuck I'm this opening up. the show for her. Yeah, you I'm can't opening. mess this up. Okay, so now Sunday I come back, I get off the plane, and you're like going to shoot some practice shots in the gym. That's right, three times, three times, three times in a row. And I go do practice shots, and it's not going well. And you're not doing it's, any. It's, you're not doing anything after to save it. You're just gonna be like, I'm doing this five fuck five you. minutes, I just and I walk I just off. Want, I, but at this point, you're doing it only for practice. Yes, and here's the so thing. Wait, wait, wait. Here's the yeah. problem. On the show, they ask you, do you want a mic or a lavalier? Every time I work in the world, I use a microphone. Yeah. On the Tonight Show, lavalier. So now you have it's a totally different experience. You have nothing in oh, your that's hand. Right. They just put the two body mics on you. You put the two body mics yeah, on yeah, you, and you're hold, you're, you're not holding that. anything. They put two on you. So what do you? Yeah. So one's for backup. So what do you do at the club? What happens at the club? The I can't if I'm going to practice with my hands free. I have to not move the mic stand and work around the mic stand. So I look like a mental patient. So the first set I do on Sunday night to warm up for it, my head is moving oh, around. Oh, so you actually say to yourself, I'm going to really, I'm not I'm going to yeah. touch this mic. I'm not going to touch the mic. Oh, shit. That's detailed. Yeah. Well, I want to feel like I have to practice and there's in no, front of a crowd. No lavaliers in the comedy. No team. lavaliers in the comedy. That was always a problem when you're doing comedy <laughs> team people. shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, All right. anyway, so, first, so now you're I'm just walking like, around. I'm coming in Sunday night. I got this tomorrow. I'm just going to practice this. Yep. I got three spots. I'll yep. hit five minutes. I don't give a shit how it goes. Yeah. I just want to spit out these words. Right. Right? That's what you say to yourself. Yes. However, you really do care how it goes. I want it to go well because yeah, yeah, yeah. if it's going to go well at the comedy cellar, it'll go well on TV because they're amped. It's a crazy good crowd. They want you to, to succeed. They set it up. And does the host go, uh, Lenny is going to do this night show? Yes. Night. He's practicing. Which I wish they wouldn't do. I, I keep saying that. Just tell him I'm stopping in to do five minutes. Right? But they always go, this guy's going to do this set on the Tonight Show. So now the crowd is like gonna watching judge it different. The shit They're going to judge the shit out of me. <laughs> so I go in and have a sweet They're like, meeting. why is this guy going to make it and not That's me, right. fucker? Right. All these other guys were funnier <laughs> than that guy. I'm like, yeah, because they're loosey-goosey. And I'm like pressured up the yin yang and they're using their regular opener that they know works and their closer so the the first set the shots are not falling (laughs) well let's just say they bounced around i'm hitting the rim (laughs) i'm hitting the rim they bounce the first one bounced around a little bit but they went in 
The second one, I went around the corner to the underground and ran it again. And that's when I hit the I hit it off the backboard. I didn't even hit the rim. <laughs> like it was like a clank. You never I mean, got off the bench. Yeah, I had to like ah. tap it in about ten times. You ever like tap it in? But at no point does like, your confidence oh wave wave. Because oh, you know it's it it's not great. As <laughs> G, she'll tell you. As Gina when she comes in later, it wasn't great. And then, um, and so then I, I was all like, this "Wait!" Time you're questioning yourself. I'm so questioning myself. I go up to stand up New York because I think they have a show. The strip is closed. Oh, it's shit. Easter Sunday. So now you're fiending for like another. You need another spot. Yeah. Oh. So shit. I go up and go up to the the stand up New York, and I follow some guy who's who's like I follow. Uh, what was the guy's name? Anyway, I have to go up, and they are like this ten people. The intro you write. Ten people though. in the they crowd. Just say he's doing five. He's minutes. just doing five minutes, oh, and okay. I go up, and they are. St- they're like, I'm getting. <laughs> and the closer goes, OK. And I'm like, OK, thanks. Good night. And then whatever, I leave. Nowhere did I think that this set was going to be that great. Do you know that your closer is your closer first? Do you build from there? I build from the closer. OK, so you know that I'm closing with soup for set. Yeah, that's my. Like, and I, I know it's going to be I all love right. that bit, too. That's my favorite. One of my favorite bits. Um, I know I'm going to be OK. Yeah, yeah, you like, okay, I got that. Yeah. And then farm the table is... I want to do that bit because I know it's clean. I know people will like... It's a TV set. It's yeah, a yeah, TV I like joke. that bit. It's a, it's, it's a big bit. It's and current. It's for it's TV. Yeah. It's, oh, it's perfect. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then it's just filling in the rest. So okay. what do I do to fill in the rest? Now, I could do other jokes and not and segue weirdly into the last and do two. You, at the fine. cellar, are you are you getting feedback from other comics? Are you... Are you no, Leslie, I mean, I have so many jokes that know nobody it, knows. Oh, know Leslie it. saw me do it from, on Thursday and she's like, this is going to kill. Yeah, she knows it. She knows it's going to kill. Oh, cool. So, but I... By Sunday night, my confidence is a little rattled. And at the same time, what's going through my head is I have no outfit. I have nothing to wear, and my set is mediocre. And so, luckily, my friend Abby, who you know really oh, well, oh yeah, that, I think that might have been the hardest part is the, yeah. this outfit. Thing. Abby went at seven six thirty on a sun an Easter Sunday. The only thing open <laughs> was H and M. That might I wish had, had an idea in her head. Runs to H and M, and she buys like five sport coats. I, if you would, if I would have walked in H and M, I would have fucking never bought that outfit in a million in years. A million years. I, I just would have been like, it's not us. We're we're baseball hat, like yeah. baggy, sh- but yeah. it looked great. So well, I would have worked, but I, it's one of those outfits I would ne- almost like. None you- of the outfits I wear on these shows I would ever wear. I'm wearing a suit for the first Letterman, like a full out. Can you just wear what a- you're wearing now? To no. the- they wouldn't prove it. Robert Kelly wore a sweatshirt. I don't know how. They approved it? Yeah. Like I mean, a hoodie? Yeah. You wore a hoodie. But they, they don't approve it. They would like you to dress so up a little. One, the first one was too dressy. That you the first picture was probably too dressy. No, no, no. The you mean Letterman? Like no, the, for Tonight Show because they said they rejected. No, no, no. It wasn't too dressy. There was brown and the the it looked too dark. It, there's no light in this oh, apartment, so, they, so they, 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 it just looked dark against a dark curtain. Got it. And he sent me pictures of other people who wore black or dark oh, colors, and, and they, blend they, in. they they blend in. Oh shit. So and so then we also wanted it. It's spring. That outfit was originally for the fall. You know, it's a brown outfit, and now it's spring. Yeah, yeah, e- yeah. We just had Easter. Yeah. It's literally the day after Easter. And do you still have this outfit? The one I just wore? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have H&M. And are, would you ever wear it out again? No. <laughs> like a special occasion? No. Like if you're going out. <laughs> never. You would never wear I'm that. I'm never wearing this again. And so when you put it on, I'm you're going like, to try and get to return what it. the fuck am I doing? Yeah, like, no, not the photo. I think it looked good. I think it was exactly what we were going for. Abby's got a great yeah, eye. Yeah, it does look good. I and have it kind of went together. You I know, I never picked it out either. But it's it kind of cool, casual, and springy. So, 
springy and it's right for the tonight yeah. show makes me look a little younger so it's perfect you yeah. know cut to the show you have your outfit on we're okay. all backstage wait what what is the cue where are you behind the curtain what do you mean where where are you waiting the curtain. before yeah. when he calls your name yeah and then you just they take out. you back it's funny they take you in there and uh i guess the tonight show does a letterman i think it does it in real time the band will play for the length of the commercial you know what i mean before you go on but this one the <laughs> I think that NBC adds, just runs the show consecutively and then cuts it later for the commercials. So I only, I didn't have that much time. They took me back there and I was through that curtain quick. That's what I thought. I was like, damn, he just, I was just talking to you. And next thing I know, you're working. I'm on the show. Yeah. And and they tell you, you had to hit that mark, all that shit. They told me that beforehand. They don't give a shit where you go stand. No, there's a mark on the floor. All right, they yeah, showed they me that. that if you came to rehearsal on time, Neil, you would have. Uh... I was on the fourth floor, uh, walking around. <laughs> you uh, got lost. No, that stupid elevators. They have those complicated <laughs> elevators. Anyway, I uh, they take me backstage for a second, yeah. and then the makeup people are there, and they just they just they, they readjust. They do you up, and then I take out my notes to just take a quick look at them, and I go, "How much time do I have?" And the guy goes. Uh, 15 seconds or so. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I put it back in my thing. He goes, okay, they're ready. Like, uh, and it was that quick. Yeah. Next thing I know, I'm walking and, through the curtain. And, and and when you win, so right away you feel good about it. Like right yeah. when, you're, when you're in it, you're like, damn, I got it. No, I, the first joke is always the hardest. Yeah. That's what I think. Because your mind's working. Because if the first one doesn't work, this, now you're really nervous about the second one. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah, propagates yeah. itself. So the, the first, first one worked. First one worked. Then when I hit the second one, I was like, okay, we, yeah, you're we got right. something. And very quickly, I got some confidence. It's a hard crowd to figure out because yeah. it's a studio. There's, there's yeah. a band to the left. And also, they're hyper listening until you get that first laugh. I can't explain yeah. it, but no, you I can hear that. yourself coming through that lavalier. It, you could hear a pin drop. In a comedy club, clanking dishes maybe, but this was pin, it's pin drop. Well, anyway, I feel like so, it's a tough crowd because they're all they're there to enjoy, but they're also been there to told to have this great time. Right. But when you come out, they're judging you right away. And they I also, feel it. but they're rooting for you. That's and, good. But the, another, you want them to root for you, and this crowd's rooting for you more they, than judging they, you. No, they are, but they're. I guess not judging is the word, but they're definitely rooting for you because they're having this experience. But they're definitely it's it's not as uh, it's not like you're a guest on the show. You are still you need to perform for them. Yes. And there's a dynamic that. I felt that people are looking when you do a joke. They're also looking at him, Fallon. They're also looking at the yeah. Band. My sis- there's, my there's a lot of dynamics. Like, what is he looking at? Is he- my sister Who was thought- watching the show and she's going, "I saw Jimmy in the back laughing." Yeah, yeah. Like, so people are a, watching Jimmy. A, people are watching. You're absolutely right. People are watching everything. There's a lot of shit happening. There's a lot of stuff anyways. happening. But that's how it went. Great. Okay, let's do the last segment. Yeah, it was a good show. Great show. Okay, so Gina, Marcus has joined us. Oh, you're still too hot. Okay, so we're talking about the Tonight Show experience. We broke down how I got the show. We broke down the late night shows. We broke down the history of getting these late night shows. The last one, I can take over the show. Thank you again, Neil, for uh, running the show. I didn't feel like I was running the show. I was doing what I always do. Yeah, talk over me. (laughs) Not talk over you, just make the conversation flow. I see. Um, The aftermath of this. So what I want to know in the fourth segment is wh- how, what's your experience? So like, what are you going through as my wife? Well, let's I'll start speak, with that. I'll speak for and Gina. And as my friend. I'll speak for Gina. Okay, go ahead. So she's back there going, this fucking better work. <laughs> I got a baby. I got a fucking lot of shit. I, 
Can you hear me? Yeah, pull it toward you. My stomach hurts just thinking about <laughs> it all over again. I was so nervous for you. Right. I had no doubt that you could do it. But you were just, very quiet in the green room, so I knew something was up. Well, you, what you didn't see and what Bethel saw when, when you were on stage was I had my hands over my mouth the whole time. <laughs> like Stefan. And she threw up three times. <laughs> you're, you're like Stefan <laughs> yeah, from the yeah, yeah, exactly. Hater. Like, so like, are you just going joke by joke and dying? Um, I mean, I eased up after, you know, a couple after jokes. A, a minute or two. But yeah. just, I think, a little bit of projection of my own nerves of <laughs> public speaking what does it look like to you from the they they usher you guys up to the back you're in the green room and then they usher you to the top of the studio so you can watch from mm -hmm. as we far were, possibly. we weren't going to and then they did and we all went for it yeah we we're just gonna watch it's, it in the dressing room no you should watch it and come no back. we were we were still walking in and getting seated as you walked out on stage yeah, so right. i didn't hear your intro well, or i was telling neil it happened so fast mm -hmm. and then uh leslie decided she came in too so i could see her not see her, but I could feel her out of the corner of my eye. The executive producer's sitting in the corner. Jimmy's behind me on one side. Quest is on the other side with the band. This is but what you could hear noticed. Leslie going, ha! This you is know? what I noticed. Gina had her phone out. No. <laughs> on, the thir on the third joke, yeah. she pressed bid. She sent the bid <laughs> she, through. She it wasn't until you knew the set was going good. She was like, let's make that bid. And that's how we bought the apartment. <laughs> yeah, that's how you got the apartment. If, you, if those jokes don't work, she just puts Un her phone bid. back in. She's like, oh, not this time. It's God. just nerve wracking because it's yeah. not a comedy club. You know, it feels like some weird high school assembly type of setting. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And so you just want to make sure that people get it. And once they get it and the, and the laughs start coming, you can ease up and enjoy a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I thought, so. yeah, one of the strangest dynamics of all. And I felt it more for some reason, this than Letterman, because I am a backstage expert. Now. He is a backstage. <laughs> I Neil know, loves coming. I want to this. know what our next show is. This is what can I just give yeah. you a compliment? Neil, I think Neil loves more than we do. You know what I mean? Like you, I, I'm a nervous, you know, I'm nervous. I, I got to produce this show. I'm running around like a lunatic. And he's like, I love the green room. Yeah, He's saying hello it. to people. Hey, is that Pitbull over the there? He's working the, the room. Cocaine, Leslie. The, the whiskey. The said cocaine. Hi, right? Didn't you say hi to Lathan Lane? Was that you? Or I Peter? did. It took yeah. me a couple, like three different times. I finally got to him. And? Uh, he gave me a thank you. <laughs> or no, he said, he said, <laughs> I thought he said, mm, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Mm, thanks. Something like that. But he was hard to approach. He was, he was walking at a pace. Right. <laughs> Pitbull, I didn't get. Because Pitbull. Uh, Dave Grohl, I had the greatest conversation. I think right. I, I, I really, I was so, I'm still proud At of Letterman, that moment. Neil talked to Dave Grohl until Eric killed him. Yeah, yeah. until some friend screwed it all up. <laughs> screwed up, but one of the greatest conversations. Did you talk to anybody? Uh, I spoke to Leslie in the green room. Jimmy, uh, briefly. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Oh, and Seth. What? Seth. Seth Myers? No, the opener. Oh, oh, the, Rosicki. The yeah, yeah, he's yeah. great. Yeah, he he's lives there. near us, so we see him walking down the street. I think the next show we're shooting for is The Chew. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll get ready. Do you want to do the chew? I we know the warm up guy at the chew. That's Mike I Burton. At first, I thought it was Rachel Ray. You're talking about the chew's <laughs> different, right? That's yeah, the chew. Mike Burton warmed up the chew. The chew. Okay. Um, Damn it. I'll do it. No, I was saying like I was saying the thing about that place. Yep. Is crazy is that you know we went to the little thing and they have like Jack Parr and all these people in this. Oh, they down the that, hallway they have like a little shrine to yeah. pass the history. Yeah, of the Johnny Carson. Everybody's been in the studio, but right. the fact that it's so weird that this this thing goes out to the whole world, kind of. Right. It's like that weird dynamic that if you think about it, it's kind of weird that what I'm in. It doesn't seem like it's, I, when it's all said and done, it seems like you're just kind of talking, and then and next thing that goes out to everybody. Everybody like, just in this little. 
it's on a, like a sixth floor of a building. I mean, whatever it, it was. is, kind of weird. Rock. It's not just like anybody. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, <laughs> but at the same time, it's offices and there's back. It's it's not. It it's crazy that it. I don't know that year after year since the you know this is the pinnacle. You are more so than the than the Ed Sullivan Theater. You know, everything's been produced out of this, you know, Saturday Night Live, two floors up. Right. And it goes out to the whole world. It's yeah, well, Johnny a Carson crazy started there. Carson, yeah. You know, the Tonight Show started with Jack Parr in New York, and then eventually Johnny just want, wanted to move it to L.A., so it moved to L.A. for years and years. And then Jay kept it in L.A., and now, you know, Jimmy wanted it here. So, yeah, so I like that part of it. You know, so it's back. Yeah. And there's a history to it. So yeah. that's good. No, because the feel that's kind of cool, and I think that it's crazy because back then that was it. There's right. Not, I mean... Now you can't. Now you can just buzz up shit in your apartment and you tweet it out. And it's like for every, you know what I mean. Back in the day, this was it. Everything flowed from this floor. Right. The whole entertainment business. <laughs> I can't tell if he's excited about what. No, he's excited. No, I just think it's weird. That's one it's of my special. memories. But of he, place. you get off the elevator and then there's just a bunch of rooms. There's a bunch of dressing rooms in a row. Well, I think right? what I think what we got off at the fourth floor. You got it the wrong floor. Because yeah. you know how the elevators, <laughs> the elevators have the thing That's where you... That's the news floor. The, what the, the elevators, <laughs> yes, not not much going on on the fourth floor. Did you see Lester Holt or anything <laughs> like that? We, believe it or not, we were really, we were heading down this hallway yep. and Bethel did what she does best. She talked to somebody because I was not going <laughs> to ask anybody. I was just going to, I was just going to walk. Find it? I was going to walk through this door and just keep looking. Wait, so the elevators are kind of funky though where you, I've never seen those elevators before where you just press, oh, Neil. you press what floor <laughs> and it goes there. On the outside. <laughs> On the outside. There you go. I've never right. seen that yeah. before. Yeah, Welcome like to 20 control. Yeah. No, but it's a flawed process because the girl, the girl before us gets off. Right. How did you get? So how do you? So that's where you got off. Because we weren't paying attention. We just figured it knew that we pressed six, but it's not as smart as I thought it was. The elevator. It did not separate us. Not so you. So we got off at four. You wanted to say not you. <laughs> you know, it should be. Yeah, You're a moron. I do want that. Yeah. This is, this how cool is that? Why? So I just was saying technology not as great as I could be at Rockefeller Center. Do you want it's a dog collar? And <laughs> shocks him as you go through yeah. the Not you. Exactly. Bethel O'Neill, please stay in the elevator. <laughs> Now that would have been. I'm nice. glad you made it. Yeah. Um, so, what did you like the green room? I thought the backstage the, was great. I thought Gina and I had gone to Robert Kelly's, and maybe it's about yeah. how many people you have. They'll give you a little bigger room. So, bring some people with you is my tip because we saw Robert Kelly's. There was no room for four people in that room. Yeah, they're cute rooms and nice treats. Yeah, there were good treats. Yeah, Momofuku. There was no alcohol though. No, there was juice. There was juice. Yeah, the days of I guess people boozing it up in there beforehand. Even Pitbull. I don't think he was partying. Mr. No. 305. <laughs> well, Dave Grohl does. I yeah, mean, they had. I think they brought though. beers BYO, with them. Yeah. yeah, they had a cooler and shit. Yeah, because we drank a beer. Out of yeah, the and, and champs too. Yeah. yeah, that was. I like that. Well, he's a rock and roll band, man. That's well, Pitbull's doing a. He's pumping an animated TV show. What I mean, animated movie. So God damn. <laughs> that, that's what Neil's theory was that I'm only doing five minutes because Pitbull didn't want to sing. It could be. It could be. Yeah. Yeah, like Pitbull, you got to sing. We no. have Pitbull to thank. Yeah. Thanks, Pitbull. I don't want to um, hijack it, but can we talk about Jimmy for a minute? Sure. And his nice gesture. Yes, go ahead. Explain it. So um, last Father's Day, which was Lenny's first Father's Day, even though I was only about four weeks postpartum, I was thoughtful enough to get him the Jimmy Fallon book, Dada, for Father's Day. And so uh, Lenny told Jimmy that when we met him in the green room before the show. And but Jimmy told, said this. I saw him do this book on TV. We saw him do it, like, say, I wrote this book. And it's supposed to, he was hoping that it would help 
the kids say dada before mama. Yeah, your first word will be dada. Right. That's so I told Jimmy that it's not, not working. Not working. <laughs> and he asked if we had his other book, which is Everything You See is Mama. Right. Which we don't. And after the show, Jimmy himself came back out and gave Lenny the Mama book, which he autographed, which was very thoughtful. That was very thoughtful. Do you think it's because I did so well or he was going to do that anyway? Hmm. <laughs> like if it bombed, was he giving me that book? He might, he might have sent it out with somebody else. But, <laughs> but he did. I he think if it bombs, he takes back the Dada book. <laughs> 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 no, I thought that was probably a really good moment that he comes out. Before. Yeah, he was really nice. I, I like that, that part that he comes before and after. Yeah, I don't... Rem- no, the after was special. I think the after yeah. was special. No, yeah. no, I thought that was the greatest moment that he gave you a book and signed it. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. great. We try, I, think I, got a, I think I got a picture of that on my phone. Let it was good. I got some it. good pictures in the dressing room of me and Jimmy and me, Jimmy, Leslie, me. Did you get in one of those? Mm. You took them. Yeah. You took the picture. That's why. Aha. Uh-huh. But so what other... What else? Compare it to Letterman. I mean, it's just a different vibe. I'm getting a, a picture for you guys. It's a more. It's all right. You can do laughter. I don't yeah. know. It's a more. That's the picture. Uh, that was when he was coming to hand you the book. Oh, okay. It's a more. I don't know. Like younger, more chill vibe, I guess, than the Letterman one. Kind of the pomp and formality of Letterman and Ed Sullivan. I think. Yeah. How did you sum it up, Neil? Letterman is my favorite part of the Letterman. Is Letterman. Was le- well, the the whole <laughs> this thing that. I just didn't see coming. I guess I could say it. I don't care. The thing where they're like, Letterman's coming. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, what? I was like, oh. Yeah, we had to stand out of the way while Letterman walked by. against the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they and everyone, like, immediate, like the whole room knows what to do. Like, they all stand next to the wall, and they almost, like, put their heads down so they can't see. He's old school larger than And then than he life. comes, like, trudging up the stairs. And it's like, get out, get against the wall. Hurry. <laughs> it was like this, the studio panic that when this guy walks around and yeah. then I guess he must've told everybody that do not look at me or whatever. That, 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 that was so ridiculous, but it was kind of like, Oh, it's kind of, cause that kind of took over the spirit of the place. Right. Like, that's and this one, Jimmy's just very no, friendly. He's super he cool. Comes he comes out before he talks. He's joking around with you and Leslie. Yeah. And it's kind yeah. of fun. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. But that's probably what makes him great, I guess, is that he has that personality. We, he's he, fun, Bobby. Yeah, he's a he's a he likes to mingle and yeah. have all that stuff. I guess that's why everyone likes him. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a you know, he's a very personable guy. And he he comes and talks to you. He was in there for a good I mean, maybe five when he does 10, minutes. T- 10 more years, he like no one can say hi to him and he sits and you get against the wall when he comes through and <laughs> that could be too. He's young, know. you know. He's way younger than Letterman was. He's 25 years younger than Letterman was. Yeah, so maybe Letterman got to that point yeah. after a while after you make like 80 million dollars, you don't want to see anybody or touch anybody or All right, know, so germaphobic. With some time we have left, did you enjoy this year's after party? Uh, we went to well, Del Frisco's and had a nice steak. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, so it was always good. You but once I got, wait, wait, you weren't expecting. I was that? not. We expecting always to, go out to a steak. I did, but I did I, for some reason. I just I, we were all rushing around. You're rushing around. You, you know, birdies at home. I just figured we, you know, we'd do something. But I didn't figure we'd go out for that beautiful steak. Yeah, yeah look at But me once out. I got there, I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was like, all right. Uh, give me another beard. Yeah, I'll have the seventy-two dollar strip. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it was really fun. Charles Oakley was at the bar. There you go. Yeah, I guess that's more important to celebrate it. And and it was. Do you really like the fun. celebrations, Gina? Of course, yeah. And I'll pay you back. I'm on a payment plan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are you talking about, Mr. Hollywood? Like, do you think now? Neil always thinks that we always joke about this. Like in 1975, people, you you were made if you did a good sh- set on the Tonight Show. Now it's like you just go back to whatever you were doing. 
But, uh, but was that true? I, my father would always ask me, what happens now? I'm like, now I sit by the phone and wait for Mr. Hollywood. And I would say, <laughs> ring, hello. Hello, is this Lenny Marcus? This is Mr. Hollywood. Come out to Hollywood and be a famous star. Fantastic job on the Tonight Show. Well, no, I don't know if it was ever. I'm beginning to think the older I get, the more I'm realizing it's all bullshit. Like, I'm beginning to think it that is. that did not. Like, everyone's blown this out of proportion. Like, when you did Carson, I'm beginning to think that. Like it wasn't real. Everyone's like, your life changed next. I don't, oh, no, I don't no. know. They, people did, you say it does. Yeah, I heard a story like Paul Rodriguez. He had a story that it he almost ruined his career because he does he does a tonight show and his whole big bit was like about being Mexican and like tortillas. It was this whole bit about tortilla. Everything was about tortillas. That was his like seven minute, ten minute chunk or whatever he did. So he blows it out on the Tonight Show and it's his career blow, his agent's phone is ringing off the hook. We I gotta get this guy out in the Hol- Vegas. And do like four, but now he's got to do forty-five, and he has like fifteen minutes, <laughs> so he has no act. So he's stalling him. Like his agent's got to go. Sorry, he's going to be there next week. He's telling everybody he's going to be <laughs> everywhere else while he's got to go work on his act at the comedy store. You know, so you know, oh, like that's a good strategy. I like that. Yeah, smart. <laughs> but eventually, he had to go and eat it for a while until he had material to. Oh, that's funny. But I just so he think, almost ruined his career. Well, I always thought uh, the way I always heard Carson is you do it, and then the next day you're in Hollywood. Are you oh, already Seinfeld out, was taking meetings out in Hollywood, and then you got your show, and you get the development deal. It all happens like uh, within a week. Yeah, that a lot of that stuff really did happen. I don't know if it did anymore. It I'm beginning did. to think differently. Yeah, I don't know that's what happened. Freddie Prince, you know, they saw him like made the show Chico and the Man. You know, they a bunch of. I guess. Oh yeah. I guess it happened. It was a smaller world, and it happened. You Way that show. And well, this was there was ten comics back then, you know. So if you got a shot at the Tonight Show, twenty comics. That's it's a different business. Now there's seven thousand comics, and they realize unless you've been in the business fifteen years, they, most of the people yeah, they is, don't know what to do with. Is there they don't a, know what to do with me? Is anymore. there a person like that in the world today that you know? Back, I guess, what Johnny Carson says, you're funny. Then now everybody has the confidence to say you're funny because he said you're funny. Like, is there somebody really, who can set that tone? That's no. really what what he offered is that he approved you. Oh, I, I can give him a show now. He's funny. Like is that that there. Oh, isn't I think that people now. approve themselves now. I yeah. mean, some of the people we know, I won't name them. But we go. I worked on this show. I worked on that show. I have this award. I have that award. I'm hilarious. Why don't you listen to me? No, I know the dynamics of who's funny. What's funny is like yeah. Uh, it's it's different. It's all different all over the place. You can get there are shows everywhere now. There's shows on Hulu. There's comedy shows on Nef- people have Netflix specials. People have, you know. But the the lore of the business and and I I think everybody feels this way is that no matter who you are or what you are, it's you get ahead of yourself. You do dream. You think like that. You know. You just it's just there built into the business. So, I mean, don't you have that in you still? I mean, you do still do. Like I'm yeah, do I mean, this. we I did, we well, both like. To, for something bigger to happen, yeah, you know, yeah. you, to you get a it. show, work on a show, have one big run at it, and make some money, right? Yeah. I know Gina would, just wants the money. She doesn't care how, uh, what I have to do to get it in show business, right? In a, in a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be dirty, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're like, uh, it could be a little dirty. <laughs> no, I always think that's the funnest part about the business. Me and Beth will talk about it all the time. Like back in the day, you go go on a commercial audition, and you just be like. 
on a callback for like a FedEx commercial, and you you can't help but sometimes you're like, ah, uh, whatever. I don't. Know. This is like ridiculous. There's like twenty, thirty people, all bald guys here, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> your mind clicks, and you're like, oh, about that fifty thousand dollars, and then <laughs> yeah. we get the fifty thousand. You, you know, you just can't let your head go. Well, that as way, a, it goes there all the time. There is some validation to the whole thing, and there's money behind it a little bit, yeah. and there's you know, there's I can if a booker wants. I don't know what has he done, and then they go. He's done Letterman three times in the Tonight Show. That opens a door, right. yeah. so it's a thing. You know, it helps. Yeah, some credits, and he also sold my couple. album on TV. That was front, huge. You know, so that's a big and thing. And you took that I don't freaking even picture. I well, so uh, Julia he... Friedman took that picture. Oh, I thought you took it. I took a selfie of me holding <laughs> on to the while my two hands are on. The, what but do you I mean, it's your it, yeah. I get, I, I, I get the right to that picture. There's yeah, a, but you, it was your idea. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't you walking around with her. You were like, "This is what I want." Yeah, because I know you. Yes. Yeah, it's not like that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah, what so I want. So in a way, you got you're a photographer now. Okay. <laughs> you got a let's you got a photography credit. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> well, let's wrap it up with oh, what's next? Exactly. Let's wrap it up with what's like, next. What's what do it, you want me to do next? I I think L A. I've I'm committed to Kimmel. go to L A. or do it. Oh, Kimmel. Kimmel, Kimmel doesn't really do stand up. I don't give a shit about that. Think about me. I want to go. Conan. To LA. Let's go do Conan. I'll do either one, but I think we're Conan's ready to go to easy. L- I think we're I ready to go to L.A. And we, Conan and Ve- they love stand up. Where do they put Conan. you up at? They don't. I think you put yourself up. Oh, they pay you to do the so show. Depressing. They don't put you up, Conan. They fly you out. No. If you get Kimmel, what? they fly you out. I, I'm pretty sure Conan doesn't fly you out. They'll give you the show money. You fly yourself up. You put yourself up. We'll put you on the show. Does Fallon fly you in? I don't think so. That's I think so you depressing. fly. It's the See, same. They yeah. got to. If they book no. you, they got to. It's a Kimmel show. They got tons of money. Hmm. I'm telling you, they don't do it. All right, then. then wait, You don't want to go to L.A. anymore? Do they get your hotel? <laughs> you want to do Seth Meyers? Wait, wait. They don't even you get your do hotel? <laughs> no, no, I'm doing local We could shows. stay with Al and Bernie. You want to do the local news? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There's no way they don't put you in a hotel. I'm pretty sure they do not put you in the hotel. Because then you're going to lose money. Yes. <laughs> to do Kimmel? Either that one. is cannot be true. I'm losing. Why am I losing money? It's still pretty good money. I mean, I the flights in the hotel. I'm saying am I paying for Neil is what I was getting at. Well, yeah, I mean, you no, the, steak. forget <laughs> forget me. I'll just be there for the after meal and oh, the, there's the no show. Oh, in L.A. But for you, they're paying the comic out. They're paying the comic. No, that's that. You'll be a wash, but you'll get the credit. All right, I guess I'll and still go. That's going to take a little bit of zap. Uh-huh. I want to stay at the Chart Chateau. My what mom. did you think they were going <laughs> to? They were gonna give me money for everybody to come out there. Well, like when you book a commercial, like they fly you first class, they get your hotel, they put you up for three or four days, yeah, and nope. you go shoot the commercial. Welcome to stand up comedy, buddy. Same with the show. Sorry. Damn it. So Colbert or Conan? I I still say Kimmel. K- Kimmel gotta, doesn't do stand up. Why do you keep saying that? He does stand up. They do like one a year. Uh, all right, then I go Conan. All right, Gina. Um, what about Sesame Street? Oh. <laughs> Do stand up on Sesame Street? That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Can you do Sesame Street? Yeah. A is for Aruba. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. You're going to have to work on that. How many can you, when, how do you become a regular on these shows? Like, how do you become the guy? No, how do you become the (laughs) guy on this night show? Like, like Pitbull's sick and then like, uh, Lenny, can you just come panel? Yeah. I think you do well. I mean, Pete Lee does that. He loves Pete Lee. And that's what you need. uh, You live right here. Yeah. I think they'll ask me to do it again. 
No, no, he doesn't panel, but oh, one of those guys, like a Mark Marin. Yeah, Mark Marin pulled it off. I don't know. They're friends. They they know these guys for a million years. You know. Well, let's do. Let's work on that. Uh, one. You know who does that once in a while? Uh, Colin Quinn. Like he'll have Colin just come in. Colin, you know, come on in and bust Jimmy's balls because he knows him, knows him from the old days. Oh, so when the, when someone drops out or yeah, they'll bring in. You know, they used to. Carson used to have a bunch of people like that. What if we systematically find out who's on the show? I wait tables mm. with them, get them sick. Got it. And then boom. Sounds good Lenny to me. is like that. That's not a bad plan. That doesn't seem at all like in all we would go to hell. What's next uh, besides all the other stuff that we're talking about? I think the next about? thing not from that, just performing wise, you know, what are you are performing you wise? At? It looks like this summer we're going to be on the road, Leslie, no, working not on that. her Netflix just, special. Just you, just you. Wait, can, I don't know. Do you, do you, the comics at the cellar are always talking about, are they, everyone's discussing about filming their own specials? Nope. Like Ted? Nope. But Ted. A lot of people film their own specials, and you got to get somebody to buy them. So if you want to invest in yourself, like forty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, and then try and get somebody to buy it from you, that's a thing. But so I, how many the success stories that? for that, rare. It's rare. I know a bunch of people did it, didn't sell them, and now wait, a bunch of people. How many? I know at least five people who have filmed their own special, and they're sitting on a shelf, or they'll try and get it through Amazon. You can download it. They'll never make that money back. Oh shit! So they they. They do the all the work, film it in a theater, and then they go sell it. That's that's what they do. All the work, they film it at a theater, then they try and sell it. And the but like uh, when who's I go see uh, Jen Kirkman? Yeah, Jen Kirkman. No, Jen Kirkman. They're they're giving her money. Netflix is giving Jen Kirkman. She's doing it the opposite way. They've said I want to do this. Right. That's what you want. They give you production cost as well as that. So and again, now you're dealing with the the person at Netflix. Right. That's who you're overcoming. That's right. So you gotta again, there's a gatekeeper. Yes, Neil, it starts all over again. You can send mm-hmm. they have to want you. You have to have some sort of idea, Q rating or something like that. Somebody's gotta see a tape, you gotta be right for them. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll We'll try and do that next. Okay, and the, and then the last question is: yep. in, the, in the realm of the seller, how many? Because I feel like the the conversations at the seller are pretty important. It's all, it's a pretty small group of people. A conversation. The conversations. Nobody at the cares seller, about anybody else. The seller table. Everyone only cares about themselves. But right. you're hearing things. Uh, how many people are pitching their own show, writing their own show to get on Amazon, Netflix, Hulu? Uh, What's that like out there? Is it one percent? So that's not in the in the. No, because that's the uh, show business still works like, hey, you're good. Take a couple of meetings. And then what do you want to do? Because they, what happens is a lot of people have development deals as a writer. So they will attach a writer to you. So even if you write it, they, won't, they don't want your work unless you have so much power. Like Leslie Jones can go in and go, here's my writer. Here's my script. I want to make this. And yeah. then they read it and go, okay or not okay. But if I go in there... They're going to go, we have a writer, this guy, or pick from a bunch of these writers, and they'll be my showrunner. You know, so. But a guy like Colin's not, his, he have his own shows? Colin Quinn? Yes, he has. No, he has, does the one-man show. Is he constantly? And he's going to film it. And oh, then he sells it, to, then they try and sell it. And most of the time, yeah. they've sold it to HBO. And that's it. He makes a little money and goes and does another one. All right, let's stick with Kimmel. I'll go to LA. All right, fine. Gina, any final words on this whole event? Are you happy it's over? No, I'm relieved. I'm happy you did great. Very proud of you. What would you like me to do next? Hey, you know, like whatever. I think you've got a lot of a lot more five minute sets to put out there. So, okay. Um, is there any preference of show? Do you want to go to LA? What if I got a show in LA? I mean, if I go get like Conan, you coming? Yeah. Or you want to put the baby on a plane, or we leave her here? We go do and come back. What's the plan? We probably leave her. Okay. Yeah. No, I love LA. 
Dina loves LA. You were up there for a while. I was, yeah, for like almost a year. Fun. Well, all in all, it was a good time. Yeah, we learned a little bit about comedy. Yes. Behind the scenes. The Tonight Show is a lot of fun. Well, we can't. Hopefully, talk about we get to do it again. What's your good thing of the week? We didn't do the good thing of the week. My good thing of the week or is the bad that thing of the week. This is what I love most about the Tonight Show. We can all do Tonight Show good things of the week if you want, unless you have a bad. No, we already thing of the did week. that last time, so I can't well, do it. No, my good thing of the week is that all you guys got to go. You know what I mean? Like I think you somehow I think you love it more than I love it sometimes. Like I really like it and it's great and I get to say what I take away from it is I get to be on I this guy was on Letterman on the Tonight Show. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I got to give you all this great experience which I loved. It was just one of the, I think I remember every day that I've done these shows like it's a cool event. Yeah. And we all get That's to good. hang out, which we never do anymore and we all get to see this and you guys get to see show business. So I look at you in the dressing room like you're all wide-eyed. Like, just as I am, like, you know, it's just, this is a cool thing. And everybody's so excited about it. I mean, yeah, Stephen Donovan fun. drives down five hours from yeah, Boston. Yeah, he had just, a great time. He, so he, really he loves it. it. He yeah, loves yeah, yeah. You're in the game for a minute. So it's fun. a special orange tie. I think yes. Uh, what's your good thing or My bad thing? My good thing or bad thing of the week? Because I already told on the last podcast I told about the Fine, you day. can give something else. You got any other good thing? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> the little dicky thing. Come on, man. Do you know who Little Dicky is? We did the whole thing about <laughs> the Tonight Show and you can't come up with one. No, that's my good thing. You like Little Dicky? No. I, the, the, I Wrap it up quick. I, so Ten seconds. Someone, uh, somehow I see Little Dicky on Earth Day mm-hmm. and I go and look at Little Dick, Dicky on YouTube. Yeah. And I don't know who this guy is. D- d- the guy's got like 80 videos with all like 80 million downloads. And I'm like, oh what my is God. Little, is he a rapper? There's, he's a rapper. There's a whole... The, what I'm getting to is that... <laughs> I had this this whole world out there that I had no, no idea about. Exactly. However, I have made a pact to myself in the next week. I'm going hard into hip hop. <laughs> in a week? For one week, I'm going hardcore YouTube hip hop. Right. I'm going down the wormhole. <laughs> And I'm going to figure out what these young people are listening to. And okay. I'm going to hip hop the shit out of myself. Now, is it little or lil? I think it's lil, but I just I can't say it. So I just say little. Right, the well, guy's pretty. The guy's dicky. pretty. The guy's pretty funny. I mean, uh, who, how old is he? What's his song? <laughs> I can't stop saying. What's I got to uh, get my freak on or whatever. Uh, let me freak. Let me freak. That's his song. Yeah, he's like Let's... twenty year old kid. Oh, okay, but he's pretty funny. But the 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 wormhole that is hip hop on the generation. You might have to go back us. about forty years. You know, dude, it's so unbelievable it's how much we don't know about that generation's fright. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Gina knows every the lyrics I am to every hip hop. If you, you would have come, if you would have come to the Urban Arts benefit, I couldn't. I you would have seen Gina it. spew off all the words to the Run DMC songs. Did you know Little Dicky? Don't know him. <laughs> oh shit! You have all his albums. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. That's what Gina calls my private parts. Oh, shit. Thank you, little ducky. Gina, do you have one good thing or one bad yeah, thing of the week? Good thing, of course, is just you know what this whole show has been about is just your appearance in the Tonight Show. I think you know it's your achievement, but we all get to bask in the glow of the. The celebration and the accomplishment and is awesome. So good for you. It's beautiful. Thanks. Now, can you tell Thanks me which hip hop artist I should start with? Oh, Skilo. Oh, I've never heard of Skilo. He's a one hit. He's not. <laughs> oh well, that will lead me to other people. <laughs> you gotta start with Biggie and Tupac. 
Or I know them. So then go even no. before that, like Sugarland Gang or whatever. Sugar, no, I, Sugarland Gang. Sugar that, you're gang. like me. You're pathetic. The Sugar Hill you're Gang. Which one is it? Again? You're not, you're, you're not here, so you're, let's not. Well, this you're is good. I hope he listens as we torture him. That's awful. You tell me who to start with. What's his name? What's the guy's name? You start with the Run DMC. <laughs> no, you. We got to get out of that. There's a whole new like world. Old Jewish What's man. the one you said? I said Skilo. He was from like the nineties. Yeah. Well, and Skilo, he had one song. Skilo will get me started. You start with the Skilo, baby. I, and now we East me Coast, to West up. Coast feud. Every once in a while, the hip hop world will suck me in, and they got me. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this tonight show. Jibber jabber, and hopefully Neil has led a good. You send us some feedback on Neil's interviewing skills. We'd love to hear. I dive down in the hip hop world. That's the next podcast. All right, bye, you guys. 